A couple of years ago, I was introduced to a mushroom that changed my life. And I was introduced to that mushroom by another mushroom. And if that doesn't sound so bizarre that you immediately want to turn this off, then welcome. My name is Miles, and I want to share the story with you. And the story started several years ago during a period of my life where, as someone who never was interested in or used psychedelics, um, psychedelics seemed to keep on creeping into my life. People were questioning, why are, why haven't you ever explored this? And this would be good for you. And it, there was a variety of ways that I started questioning if it might be beneficial for me to experiment with um, what some people call drugs, what some people call plant medicines. Um, and through... I guess, yeah, I just felt like the reasons I had to stay away from that, which were helpful and legitimate for my adult life, all of a sudden those seemed to not make as much sense. And so I decided to start experimenting with psilocybin mushrooms, and I approached it very cautiously and conservatively, and I started with tiny little microdoses in where I live, I live in the west coast of Canada, and there are dispensaries where you can go and get this kind of thing. So it's a very kind of, um, it's it's just not that stigmatized, and it's pretty accessible, at least where I live. So there was just a variety of reasons that it made sense to explore that. And I started exploring and I found it very interesting and it was like showing me parts of myself and my life that I hadn't felt or examined in years. And so it was uh, a helpful tool. And one of the things that happened is um, during a trip, I was in the forest and I took the largest dose that I had yet taken and I was in a pretty altered state and I discovered this mushroom in my altered state and it it happened in a very well you know I was pretty high so it seemed like a very mystical revelation the way it happened I was like hugging a tree and it was this transcendent ecstatic communion experience with a tree um, and I was like in a trance while I was holding this tree. It was very intimate, very beautiful. Um, and when I let go, all of a sudden I started looking around the forest and I saw these trees and it felt like there was a voice in my mind that I would say at the time and now was the voice of the mushrooms. And they said, go touch that tree. And I, I walked over to this tree and I, I held its trunk, and it was a very thin maple tree, and it was bent over in an arch. And what's interesting about this tree is um, it, 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 it was a tree that at some point, as a sapling, it was growing up straight, presumably, and then for some reason it bent over. Sorry, I need to stay. If you're, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm making a lot of hand gestures that <laughs> seem relevant to the story hopefully they're not essentially it it bent over into an arch shape or like a rainbow shape and its tip 
must have lodged into the soil and sprouted roots into the ground because as I was tripping on mushrooms and holding on to the trunk at one end of this arch-shaped maple tree, I realized that it had bent over in this rainbow shape and then it had another trunk going into the ground. So it was like... And out of the two trunks were these sprouting little suckers I think they're called they were like branch maple branches that grew up and had leaves on them um, that branched off of the main um, arch shape but it had two trunks because it had bent over and then uh, immersed itself into the soil uh, so it, it grew into the ground and it I <laughs> at the time it was like mind-blowing and I was you know, I couldn't believe it. I had to go to the other end of the tree and I held it. And then I looked up from the other end and it felt like I was being guided through this. Now that I'm sober and I'm saying this rationally, um, it's easy to look at that with some cynicism or skepticism. But at the time I was like, no, 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 no. The mushrooms guided me to hold on to this tree. That's like this miracle tree. It's such a unique formation um, to have two trunks and be this arch-shaped, miracle, sacred tree. So I hold on to the one end of it, and then I have to go hold on to the other end of it. And I'm feeling this insane kind of synchronicity and guidance. And I look up once I've walked and held on to the other end of this sacred tree. I look up, and I see in the distance what looks like a turtle, a strange turtle-like being. It's quite large, peeking out from a rotting tree trunk. And I'm like, oh, damn, things are starting to get real interesting now. <laughs> this, this strange turtle creature. Um, and... I, I I hear the voice in my head. It says, go check that out. You've been, like, you were guided to this specific place in the forest so that you could see that, uh, that mysterious entity peeking out from the side of this rotting tree trunk. So I'm like, okay, here we go. I walk up towards it, and I am filled with excitement and ecstasy and bliss at this moment and when i get close i see oh damn that's not a turtle that's like the rotting husk of a giant mushroom that had grown out of the trunk of this rotting hemlock tree it's like a dead hemlock a standing dead hemlock tree that's rotting and it had these giant mushrooms these not giant but very large um, mushrooms that had grown on it and they looked like now they were like dry and decaying and they looked kind of like a turtle shell because of their coloration um, and their texture so the optical illusion of seeing a turtle made a lot of sense then all of a sudden I saw on the same trunk a couple of live smaller mushrooms they were part of the same 
species, and I recognized them. And I freaked out. I realized that these... I was pretty sure, because I used to be very into foraging and wildcrafting and had a basic knowledge of some of the local edible and medicinal mushrooms, I was like, those are reishi mushrooms. Reishi mushrooms are, in traditional Chinese medicine, they're considered like the mushroom of immortality. They're considered this incredible, powerful medicinal mushroom. And... I lost my mind with excitement. All of a sudden, it was all making sense. And again, remember, I am like really high at this moment. But I am also feeling more connected to the divine reality of nature and life than I probably had in a decade in this moment. And... um yeah, I see these mushrooms, and they're gorgeous mushrooms. If you look, if you've ever seen a reishi, or if you look at a photo of them, they are these red, um, kind of crimson red mushrooms that have shiny, almost lacquered looking um, tops. So they shine and glisten in the dark forest light. And I just was staring at them in like laughing and like almost like shrieking with excitement because I felt I, I, I realized that what had happened is the one mushroom that I had taken the psilocybin mushroom that had uh, given me this kind of uh, this high that I was on it had led me to this other mushroom it literally told me like hold on to that tree trunk yeah now hold on to that tree trunk that it's connected to now look up Oh, go walk towards that weird-looking thing. And here you are. You've been guided to this mushroom. This is your mushroom. You're here to learn from this mushroom because it grows in the forest that you live near. And, and so I, yeah, I just felt in that moment that there was some kind of destiny that had unfolded and that I was... The one mushroom had literally brought me and introduced me to another mushroom it was medicinal and it had some kind of spiritual significance to my life and that I was meant to study it and learn from it and probably consume it as medicine. Um, yeah, and fast forward, like, you know, I, I came down from that high. I eventually had to go home because it was getting dark and cold. And um, in the following days, I returned to that forest and I traced my steps back to that rotting tree trunk and I found the reishi mushrooms. And I was as excited to see them again as I had been when I was tripping my mind off. And um, I started exploring throughout that forest and other nearby forests in the area and finding more of these reishi mushrooms growing because it was their season. It was like September, October. And I just like became completely passionately infatuated by these life forms. I found them so beautiful and I wasn't harvesting them, wasn't even touching them. I wasn't sure if I knew how to identify them properly, but I was, you know, using the internet and whatever field guide I had. Um, and I was pretty sure about the mushrooms that I was finding that 
I was identifying them correctly. Um, but for the rest of that fall, I essentially, I, I, my, I, I normally would go for a morning walk, but my morning walks started stretching for hours because I was like just passionately studying the forest and finding more of these mushrooms. And I was being led into deeper pockets of the forest. And I was going to new hiking trails um, in areas that I hadn't explored in, you know, in the region. And yeah, this, this like deep, intimate fascination with these life forms developed. And I didn't really, I, I felt like I, if I was going to harvest any of them, I needed to understand them first. And so uh, there was this kind of passionate devotional study of these mushrooms that I, that, that consumed a good chunk of my time and energy for a while. And before winter came that year, I did harvest a reishi mushroom and I, I sliced it up and I dried it and um, I didn't make any tea out of it initially because I was still kind of afraid. I wasn't sure if I knew how to, how to uh, ID these things correctly. And to be honest, even though a part of me felt like I wanted to try using this mushroom uh, as medicine, I was m almost more interested in just witnessing it and eventually before the next season came around I did try that as tea and it was very strong tasting and it I felt that it did have some kind of effect on me now it's not a psychoactive mushroom at all it's um I think it's described as an adaptogen by herbalists and um and my very crude understanding of what that means is it is something that can help with general stress response um it, yeah it just helps someone's nervous system be more kind of like um solid and adaptable and that's kind of what i felt from from drinking that tea and um yeah, when the next year came around, I became even more fascinated. And I had um, dreams about these mushrooms. And then the next day I would find them. And during a time of year when I really didn't expect to see them at all. And it just felt like there was this intimate connection that I had with this specific... Um, I guess it's not a plant, but I'll call it a plant community. I guess it's, yeah, it's just a life form or or something. But it just felt like I had an intimate relationship that reminded me of having an intimate relationship with a lover, uh, in my case, with a woman. Because when I've had, like, an intimate relationship with a woman, sometimes I'll have a dream the night before they write me for the first time in six months. Sometimes I'll have a dream or a feeling when there's a rupture in our relationship, when something seismically shifts in them. I'll, I'll, I'll feel that. I'll dream about that. And there was a thread of that that was now happening between myself and this 
this plant community, this life form in the forest. Like I would dream about it when it was starting to fruit, when it was starting to show up. And again, the thing that was most exciting to me was just connecting with it and studying it and observing it. And that was so exciting to me from the perspective of, um, I guess, like a student of nature, a lover of nature, and also an artist, because I'm a writer. And I feel like as a writer, I draw tremendous inspiration from from studying nature and music and literature. An example would be um, if I go and watch live music that's like really inspired and beautiful, it is incredibly stimulating to me as a writer because I'm consuming or witnessing um, just something that like triggers my own creative light and I learn from other people's brilliance and it, the same is true with nature. It's like by seeing the way um, a reishi mushroom would like manifest slowly from a little kind of lump <laughs> into this beautiful, exquisite, shining, glistening manifestation of life. Um, there is something very powerful about that and, and kind of precious and intimate and sacred. And eventually that study of or like fascination with the reishi mushrooms led to a fascination with other types of mushrooms like uh, edible mushrooms and other medicinal mushrooms, um, turkey tails and chicken of the woods and Amanita muscaria and all of these different really beautiful and unique life forms. And again, on a creative level, um, just such a deeply stimulating thing it it was to just be noticing such beauty in the living world and wandering out there and connecting to it and being inspired to go explore new um, areas to hike through in pursuit of finding new mushrooms and very seldom harvesting any and often not finding any but it it, it was um a, a life-changing thing happened in the forest that day when i was tripping like a madman and stumbled into that that reishi mushroom i sparked a passion and a curiosity or a, or there was a passion and curiosity sparked in me that it kind of just ignited this love affair with the natural world that I had very deeply when I was in my 20s and as a teenager, but I, I let it go. I let it fade. And having that come back to the forefront of my life has been one of the most beautiful and grounding and um, nourishing things that has happened to me over the past several years. It's just been phenomenal. I think it's uh, really, really helped my mental and emotional and spiritual well-being over these past several years. And I know that not everybody is for... Like, I live in a city, and so I kind of live in two worlds. Um, 
I work in a very busy, fairly formal restaurant. Uh, I spend more than more time than I probably should on social media because I'm on TikTok posting nearly every day because um, that's one of the primary means by which I'm sharing my writing with the world right now. Um, so I really have my feet in this like hyper modern world, but I also have my feet connected to this ancient, grounded, sacred world of the forest and nature. And I'm fortunate to live in a city that has like mountains and ocean around it. And I know that not everybody has that. Um, but I think there are there are many ways of connecting with that kind of transcendent beauty and art and music and literature uh, are definitely part of it. That's why that's part of why I write books is because I feel like, especially with the latest book that I wrote, it was a way of taking some energy and experience that I had been privileged to stumble into and kind of like crafting it into something that I could share with others and that could be like a transmission of that energy and not an ideological or um, not a collection of ideas or anything, but an actual just like, like the vibe of that being transmitted, the, the feeling of um, beauty or inspiration or strength that I might feel in the forest, being able to condense that into stories and into writing and share that with others um, is definitely one of my inspirations. Um, anyhow, I think that's all I wanted to share today. Um, nature is a beautiful thing. There's so much power and nourishment that can come from it, connecting with it. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, you can let me know. You can like this. You can subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you're interested in checking out my latest book, it is a collection of stories about finding personal power, love, loss, finding power through connecting to nature, and many other things. Um, there's a link to that in the show notes or in the description, and there's an audiobook version of it narrated by me. There is a paper book and an ebook version, and um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me today, and until next time, take care of yourselves, everybody.